Welcome to the Wilton Report, your local real estate market update with Josh Wilton, respected real estate agent, broker, consultant, and co-owner of Queenston Realty in Princeton, New Jersey. Each week on the Wilton Report, Josh Wilton takes a deep dive into the research and analysis to provide you with the insider real estate information you need to buy and sell faster and smarter. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Wilton Report. Um, Today, pretty simple but complicated topic. Um, We often get sellers asking us why the listings we bring to market look so good, why the photos look so good. Um, The simple answer is preparation. Like an ounce of preparation is a pound of cure, I think is the expression. And what I wanted to talk to today was specifically, if you're thinking of selling your home, this broadcast is for you um, because sellers constantly underestimate the amount of work that it takes to putting their house on the market. And what they don't understand is the return on investment they're going to get when they do that kind of work. So just going to kind of cruise through that today. Um, so again, just kind of recapping, most people weren't prepared. Um, they think, okay, I'm going to sell, put my house on the market. And it's not quite that simple. You know, the, we're going to cover today the basic overview of the steps sellers need to take to sell their home. So the first thing I will tell any seller is plan ahead, right? You have to allow at least six to eight weeks in advance. There's multiple, multiple steps that go into putting a house on the market. And if you throw your house on the market quickly, you're going to stay on the market longer and you're going to net less money if and when you close. Uh, Even in a market like this where things are selling quickly and at asking price or above with multiple offers, if you plan and you have a plan to execute and really focus on what the buyer wants, not what you want, you're going to make a lot of money in this market environment. So the first thing I will tell you is, you know, you want to obviously interview realtors. Uh, You want to talk to people, get your head around who's in your market area. You want to get their head around their approach, their style. So what's their pricing strategy? What's their marketing strategy? Um, I can tell you this, if you're hiring an agent because they're promising to put your house in the newspaper, don't. Uh, That's like stopped 20 years ago. Do they have a plan to launch the house? Are they going to get you on the market strategically and off quickly? Like that's what you want. You don't want to be lingering on the market for weeks on end. What's their plan to get you the highest net profit? Because that's the objective. Get you on strategically, get you off quickly, get you to the closing table with the most money um, in your pocket. That's really the listing, the selling agent's job. Is there a personality of fit? Like this is going to be, this is going to be a bit of a, a marriage really for you know, a month, two months, three months, four months, depending on the type of project you're working on. And you want to make sure you have a great working relationship with whoever you choose to bring your house to the market because it's emotional. You're letting go of something you've lived in, perhaps a family estate, um, that type of thing. So, and have you established a common purpose, right? Common purpose being usually for seller uh, income at the closing table and efficiency. So, Again, you know, when you're talking to a realtor, don't pick the realtor who agrees with everything you say, right? So if you are going to make up a number to put your house on the market and it's not realistic and the realtor is going to agree with you, I would advise you not to pick that realtor. Uh, pick a realtor who does the research, who knows the math, price per square foot, absorption rate, which we've talked about in other broadcasts, the uh, assessed value, how things are selling in relationship to the assessed value. 
you know, list of sale price ratio, all of those things. So this is a business transaction. And if you surround yourself with yes people, your business is going to go well. You know, you want people who are going to be very direct and tell you the truth and have a plan. So as you're interviewing, you know, get a lot of advice and pick somebody who's going to give you, um, you know, a clear strategy. And then the biggest thing that we work on with our sellers is staging. Um, it's, it's almost a bandied about term at this point. It's rather ubiquitous in the industry. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Putting a house on the market tonight, the homeowner literally had a few hundred pairs of slacks in one room, right? It was a bedroom. We took all the clothes out. We converted it back to a bedroom. We painted the house. We did a ton of work. It was 30 days worth of work to get this house ready for the market. Landscaping was involved. So, you know, you have to have a plan for staging and staging involves painting, furniture, furniture in, furniture out, boxing, selling. There's a lot that can go into a house getting ready for the market and it takes time. It takes time to book a painter. It takes time to do all that. Now, we do that for you through our staging platform, but, um, you know, as a seller, you want to plan for that because again, if you stage your house, you're looking at about a 10% higher net price at the closing table, minimum minimum again it's there's a lot that goes into staging it's everything from power washing the pavers to depersonalizing the house decluttering furniture bringing furniture in bringing paintings in everything but you will sell 10 percent higher right net profit at the closing table and you will sell 60 percent faster than uh if you don't uh stage your home so staging is critically important so the other thing I will talk to you about today is a pre-inspection. So if you've bought a house before and you were the buyer, you probably paid for a home inspection. And now you're thinking of selling your house, your investment property, your estate. And I'm telling you as a seller, do the home inspection. So why would I say that? Um, most deals fall apart because of home inspection. Now, buyers in this environment are waiving home inspections. Uh, so it Perhaps as a seller in this environment, it's not as critical. But even if the buyer's waiving the home inspection and they do an oil tank sweep and they find an oil tank or a septic tank, which just happened for a customer the other day, you don't want that to delay your closing. And what you don't want to do is go back on the market. So I'm going to give you an example of a house um, that came on in a town. I will leave the town out of it because it's still an active contract um, in Mercer County. Came on in the low 400s. Um, multiple offers, great neighborhood, cheap, uh, needed a lot of work. We bid above 450, above 450, and didn't get it. That contract fell apart and came back on the market. We got the con our contract accepted in the low 400s. So the seller lost a lot of equity, right, by not getting a home inspection done in advance. So you know, for you as the seller, if you don't get the home inspection done, you're leaving the results up to the buyer. And it's an emotional process, right? They weren't in bidding more. They feel like they're overpaying. They're stressed about interest rates going up. And all of a sudden, you have a popped seal in your window. So I'm pointing at the window to my right, or there's radon in the house. And the buyer has an emotional reaction versus going, you know, it's a $500 to $3,500 fix, and they cancel the contract. And then you have to put your house back on the market. And that is not something you want to do. You will net less money uh, if you do that. So, again, you know, <clears throat> putting your house on the market, right? 
one of the questions I always ask sellers, right, to ask associates that they're interviewing is what day of the week will you put my house on the market? You're going to put it on on a Monday? You're going to put it on the Thursday? Like, what's your plan? And here's my point. If you're living in your home in a market environment like this, you will probably get 50 showings your first week conservatively. That means you have to clear out of your house 50 times. You have to pick it up if you have kids. You have to straighten up after your pet. It has to look like the stager left it when we did the photographs. Conversely, you can put the house on the market later in the week, Thursday or Friday, start the showings at a predetermined time that you and your realtor, in this case me, because this is my plan, pick, right? So we say showings will start Saturday at the open house at 12 o'clock. You leave, buyers are lined up, literally lined up to come in your house Saturday at 12 o'clock. So instead of having 50 different appointments, we funnel people in at an open house so they can take their time, they can go through, you can plan your week. So you're not interrupted 50 hours, you're interrupted for four or five hour slots on the weekends to accommodate as many of these consumers that are looking for properties in this market. And for sellers, it's not an inconvenience, it's just an inconvenience because most realtors don't come with a plan. So the other thing too, I will talk to you about sellers or about buyers, right? You know, any business, you always want to look at the business from the eyes of your competition, right? And if you're a seller, your competition is the buyer. It's not the person whose house is on the market next door. So one of the things that launching the house strategically, right? Picking a day and time, having all the having all the realtors and buyers come through at the same time, it doesn't instill a fear of loss in the buyer, right? So if a buyer sees another buyer in the property, well, they're going to act faster than if they think they're the only one, right? So, you know, having a strategy, a day and time, a predetermined day and time to put your house on the market, it's strategic. It saves you as the seller a ton of time and uh, it does install feel of loss in the buyers and helps them um, move faster. Once you do that, if you've staged your house, if you've priced it right, uh, you will solicit offers within the first five to seven days of your listing going on the market. Um, if you do not, you're overpriced. Unequivocally, I can tell you that the market is literally at an all-time high in 2022. So if you're not, if you've staged your house and the photography is awesome and the digital marketing plan is awesome, you've had an open house, you've had people through, you have to ask yourself, am I price right? And I hate to say that because sellers get you know, they, they take it as a personal offense. It's just the market's telling you you're not there. You have to make an adjustment. Make it quickly. Don't wait, right? Once you pick an offer, at that point, you head towards closing. And, you know, it's funny. That's where a lot of the back-end work happens. And the, the equivalent I always give to that is, you know, when you see a duck swimming on the water, it looks rather placid, right? But underneath, their little feet are going a million miles an hour. And that's really what happens then. Home inspection, appraisal, Township certifications, COs, smoke detectors, all of those things have to happen prior to close. Um, but you as the seller, you know, uh, at that point can take a back seat. You get your house back uh, and we as the associate take over that next phase of it. So, you know, that's the basics on getting your house ready for the market. Um, you know, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to get the highest net return possible. But that's our job is really as a seller's agent is to put the most money in your pocket 
with the least inconvenience at the closing table. So that's it. If you have questions about selling your house, you can always call me at 609-577-6786. You can subscribe on YouTube to The Wilton Report. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us for The Wilton Report. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it with your friends. And be sure to subscribe to The Wilton Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.